The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A High School Basketball Tournament. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. Live from North Oconee High School in Bogart, along with Joe Gailey, our producer back in our studios in Gainesville, Nathan Laddie, Mike Warford with you here. From Totten Arena, home with the Titans of North Oconee, as we bring you the final day of the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament, which began a week ago here with our broadcast of bringing you local high school basketball. Today we've got triple header action for you. Starting at 4 o'clock, we will have the girls' consolation game of the tournament featuring the Lady Bears and Cherokee Bluff as they take on Walnut Grove. Then at 5.30, the boys' consolation game featuring North Hall and Walnut Grove. Then at 7 p.m., the Region 8 Quad A Championship as the girls from Chesapeake take on the girls from North Oconee and the girls from both Chesapeake and North Oconee get home court advantage coming up on Tuesday in the opening round of the state tournament while the girls from Cherokee Bluff and North Hall had to go on the road. The big thing now, Joey, you really don't want to finish as number four seed and take on number one seed from the other side coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, you and I have seen some fours beat some ones. But, uh, you know, it, it, you'd rather be in that three and play a three or two. You're more evenly matched, basically, uh, when you see that. So I think uh, uh, the winner today in this first game is a little bit better prepared and may not have as long a travel to go either. So that might be a good thing for them. No doubt about that. We've had a great week of action. We've seen a lot of great basketball. We have seen a lot of, a lot of close games. We saw several close games yesterday. We've seen several one-sided games. And, uh, you know, it's seen some good basketball. You know, the girls have played hard. The boys have played hard. Uh, seen a couple upsets through the, through the ranks. And uh, today, this first game today is going to be a be a, a nail-biter. You know, the, the first time they played back on January 16th at, uh, at Cherokee Bluff, uh, the Lady Bears won 54-52. to against this uh, Lady Warrior squad of Walnut Grove. It'll be a dog fight for sure tonight uh, for the, the way I look at it. You know, last night um, their main player, and I'm going to call her main player because she's the ball handler. She can score a little bit. Uh, Kamara Reed, she had nine points. But when she got in foul trouble and had to come off, they, they, as I was telling Coach Witherspoon there a moment ago getting their starters, they kind of had to divvy up the, the ball handling responsibilities and, and nobody really wanted to take charge like Reed did. Uh, they seem to get frustrated with some of the calls last night. Everybody's got to play within themselves. I think Cherokee Bluff did a good job handling their emotions. I know that uh, Chester T did a good job handling their emotions, and that's one, to get, one thing you have to do when you get in a situation with folks you had not seen all year, officials and, and other teams. You really have to, as, you, as we've said, you can, you can play with emotion but not emotionally, and you can't let that, those emotions slide over and get you too amped up about something. You've got to play within yourself. Um, during the game, that's for sure. And the games you heard yesterday here on 97.5 Glory FM, Cherokee Bluff came close, Joe, to make it to the championship. Yep, they did. They had a, they had a look. They had a good, a good, clean, open look there with Bristol Kerr shooting the three there at the buzzer and, uh, you know, just missed it. It is a little long. She wanted to make sure she had enough juice on it, and it was just a little long hit on the back side of the rim from the, from the right wing and uh, bounced off, and that was the end of the game. That would have tied it up, sent it overtime. They, uh, they got behind, made a couple of runs, tied it up a couple of times, took a, a lead or two, and just couldn't hold on to it. As, uh, you know, North Oconee's improved 
wow, tremendously since last year, and they played really hard last night. We'll talk about them a little bit later when they go up against Chester T. But uh, Cherokee Bluffs got some play to do tonight. Um, the uh, the hamstring uh, uh, deal with uh, with Bristol Curse. She said she's feeling better today. She got some therapy on it. Uh, she had to play with it in the second half. We saw her play a lot, probably more than she wanted to. But she came out and played. She's had some therapy on it today with the training staff down at Cherokee Bluff. And she says she's feeling pretty good. I chat, chatted with her and her mom a few minutes ago. And uh, hopefully she'll be ready to go today. And uh, same starters as yesterday for Cherokee Bluff. You know, and they spread the, the scoring around pretty good yesterday. <coughs> Caitlin Cook basically doubled her average. Went, her average is eight. She scored 15 yesterday. Allie Wilson was right on her. Mark Bristol Kirsch. She's averaging 10, had 12 yesterday. Um, 13 by Claire. She's averaging 12. You know, so DeMars and, and Phillips both hitting their average. So they've got to do the same today, maybe score a few more points, and they've really got a whole walnut grove. You know, uh, uh, Teresha, or excuse me, Tiara Kelly had uh, 23. She had four in the first half, and I think that helped them getting in foul trouble. Them being walnut grove got, got in foul trouble with Reed, Ovalis early on, and Smith, uh, and Kelly. I think that hurt them a little early. Uh, and, and Dorothy Nealon, a senior starter, came in. She went up with 14 points, and she played really strong inside, even though she, she's more lanky than big. Uh, Kelly's just a big girl, so that you know they're going to have to take it to the hole today and, and see if they can create some uh, fouls in there. And one interesting fact here in the ball game: Will Witherspoon, the head coach of the Lady Warriors, also the coach of the boys' team, which yes. will play immediately after this one. And that tells you how much he has to rely on his assistant coaches here. Oh yeah, he does. He's, he's got to depend on them a lot, and he, he's got uh, three or four on both on both squads, which I think most teams knew now. Used to it was you and one other, you know, and a head coach and one assistant, maybe two. And now you got three or four assistants, I think. And he's got to rely on them because, you know, and I think we saw it earlier this year or last year <laughs> where a couple of coaches coached in the in the elementary school level but coached on the high school level. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Because that's the only teaching position they had mm-hmm. for that district. And that even gets a little bit more separate, if you will, from there. And, and, and they got to rely on those assistants that might be already be at the high school to start working with them before they get there every day after school. Um but, you know, he's done a good job. It looks like they kind of have the same philosophy on both teams. Of course, the personnel is a little bit different. The athleticism is a little, a little bit different. Um, but they're playing better. This this side, the south side uh, of the of 8-4-A is, I think, better, uh, more improved than last year. Oh, improved immensely from last year from that standpoint. Now, for Cassie Scott's Lady Bears, a Cherokee bluff in this girls' consolation game is that one thing they had to do better today is to – Get the offensive boards yep. and get some second and keep them from doing the same thing. Exactly, they've got to get on the boards today. They got to block out uh, Hallie, Hallie Wilson. Um, Caitlin Cook does a really good job. Hallie's got to keep them off the board today. We saw a little bit of, of uh, Reagan Payne last night. Reagan's playing minutes might uh, go up today. She's got to do the same thing. They've got to keep um, Walnut Grove off the offensive glass tonight for sure. And we'll see how physical the game gets, but the Bears cannot get into foul trouble either. Yeah, they got to stay out of foul trouble. You know, they uh, they played within themselves. Now, Halley got in a little foul trouble early yesterday. Uh, so did Caitlin, uh, but they played well after they got in foul trouble. They didn't let it or, you know get too many. Claire Carlson got in a little foul trouble late in the game, but they held on and, and did pretty well later on down the stretch. All right, we're going to assume we will not have a plank of the national anthem until the championship game. So coming up next, we'll bring you the starting lineups. Get ready for the tip-off of Lady Bears basketball here on 97.5 Glory FM, live from North Oak County with the Region 8 Quad A basketball tournament. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A Tournament. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. It's time for the tip-off of today's game on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Again, live for North Oconee High School in Bogart. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here with Lady Bears basketball here in the Region 8 Quad A Girls Constellation game as Cherokee Bluff is going up against the Lady Warriors of Walnut Grove in this Region 8 Quad A Girls Constellation matchup. And getting now time for the starting lineups with those here, Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. Get the picture. Ladies, Lady Warriors from Walnut Grove will be the visitors on the scoreboard this game. They'll be wearing their green with white and black trim. Walnut Grove, 16 and 8, coming into the night, number two seed from the south side. William Witherspoon will start a senior, number two, Miera Ovales. will start a junior, number three, Avaya Thompson. A senior, number 11, Camaro Reed. A senior, number 14, Dorothy Nealon. And a freshman, or excuse me, a junior, number three, Tiara Kelly. That's the starters for Walnut Grove. Then for the home standing on the scoreboard, Cherokee Bluff Lady Bears. They come in as the number two 
seed from the north. They're 22 and 5 on the season. Cassie Scott will start a senior, number one, Carson DeMars. A sophomore, number three, Claire Carlson. A freshman, number 13, Bristol Kirsch. A senior, number 20, Caitlin Cook. And a sophomore, number 34, Hallie Wilson. As I mentioned earlier, the Lady Bears won the matchup against the Lady Warriors 54-52 back on January 16th. That game was played at Cherokee Bluff. We'll see how they come out of the gate tonight and win this. They're all in their white as Cherokee Bluff with their purple bears and the numbers with the purple popping down the side. It's a battle of number two seeds. Cherokee Bluff, the number two seed from the north. Walnut Grove, the number two seed from the south. It's time to tip things up here on 97.5. Gloria FM is bringing you exclusive coverage of high school basketball this Friday afternoon. And the way they determine the home team on here is who won the, the previous battle. They only played once, and that was Cherokee Bluff. So Hallie Wilson will jump against Dorothy Nealon. Referee toots his whistle as Bristol Kirsch directs us in traffic, gets them set. And here they go. White will be going from left to right. Green will be going from right to left here in the first one. Tip one by Halley. Halley over to and stepped out of bounds. Good reaction by Kamara Reed. Claire got it, was going to go over to Bristol for a layup, and then Reed got up and knocked it away. DeMars will throw it in from the baseline. She gets into Halley. Halley goes straight up and missed it. She's going to hit it, and then she's going to hit it off of a number three. Thompson out of bounds. They still be Lady Bears basketball. 28 on the shot clock. Just underway here. 8-4-A. Constellation. Shot three-pointer by Carlson. No good. Rebounded by DeMars. Back out to Carlson. Fun the three-pointer. Short. Looms off there. Thompson gets the rebound for Grove. They'll come the other direction. Ovalis has it. Ovalis brings it up. Gives it in the corner to Reed. Reed to Kelly on the elbow. Kelly wants to drive. Stolen away by Bristol. Bristol goes the other direction. She's going to go all the way. Goes up, no foul, and the other team rebounds. Ovalis has it. Ovalis will come the other direction. Ovalis sprints it up, gives it to Reed. Reed wants to go baseline, throws it over here on this side to Ovalis. Gives it over to Reed, way out front, no good. Rebounded by Caitlin Cook. Both teams wanting to play in a hurry, Mike. They're missing some shots. Over to Bristol. Bristol thought about a three. Kelly's on her. They go inside to Halley. Halley brings it down, and she shouldn't have. That's going to be a jump ball. She brought it down, and Ovalis was right there. Johnny on the spot. Niera got her hand on it, and that'll be a jump ball. and be Walnut Grove's basketball. Yesterday in the 4 o'clock game, Walnut Grove jumped at the 4 nothing lead on Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. With a quick start, but so far a cold start for the Lady Warriors. Yep, minute and four seconds in, no score yet. Gets it over to Nealon outside. Nealon to Kelly as she tries to rotate in outside to Thompson, back to Nealon. This side to Reed. Reed thought about a three. She's in the dribbling, kicks it over to Ovalis for three. Ovalis' shot is good. 3 nothing. Walnut Grove. Carlson into Cook. Cook will bring it up against pressure. 1-2, one, 1-1. One, one. Cook dribbles it. It's going to be out of bounds off of Walnut Grove, and it will be still be Lady Bears basketball. They get it into Claire. Claire Carlson dribbles into the front court now. She looks over. The coach Scott gets the direction. Claire kicks it out to Bristol. Bristol comes around to this side. Caitlin. Caitlin goes to the other side with that long squeak was a bail. Instead of a bail, they have a whistle now. Kirsch has it, top of the key. Girl laying flat. They go in and let them play. <coughs> Reed, that was Reed on the floor. She finally got up, and it's going to be out of bounds. Oh, and the shot clock went off. 
So I think that's going to be a shot clock violation. Reed is hurt. I don't think a knee or an ankle. But she'll have to come out, Mike. She laid flat of her face over there for, uh, for I don't know, four or five seconds and finally got up. She's walking off under her own power, so I don't know what she hurt. But they'll give them a new clock as it went out of bounds off of Walnut Grove, a new clock with 25 seconds. The Titans trainer, training staff will come down and check on her. Hallie Wilson gets the ball, kicks it over to Claire. Claire, immediate three. Good. There we go. Answer tied. that three. Yeah, tired, tied at three now. 5.52 in the quarter. First points came about 5.55 for the Lady Bears. Thompson comes over to this side, gives it to Kelly. Kelly. Thompson way outside. Kelly. Free throw line, excuse me, folks. Knocked out of bounds by Hallie Wilson. Michaela Battle comes in the game for Reed for Walnut Grove. Now, well, right before the buzzer, they can't get her in. It's going to be Ovalis. Tries to go to Neyland, and then Claire's going to foul her from behind. She gets a little little aggressive on that one right there. Tries to get up and push her, so she got him behind and did push her. Good call. Now, Brooklyn Phillips will come in for Hallie Wilson. And it will be Walnut Grove's basketball. Walnut Grove throw it in. Ovalis has it. Gives it over to Thompson. Thompson shoots a three. Short. Rebound. Back. DeMars gives it to Claire. Claire's going to sprint it over into the far side. Gives it over to Brooklyn, uh, Bristol. Bristol three, a little long. No, it's off. It's knocked away. Brooklyn comes away with it. Brooklyn gives it back out to Caitlin with a new shot clock. Gives it over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn thought about a three. Now she's going to try and go to the basket. Kicks it over to the other side. Left wing to Bristol. Bristol from the elbow, short. Shot is short. They come off, rebounded by Ovalis. Ovalis gets it over to Thompson. Thompson comes the other direction. Five minutes in the quarter. Gives it back to Ovalis on the run. Ovalis is going to take it all the way in. That's good. Nice job by Ovalis. She took the ball, went up underneath and laid it up nicely for Walnut Grove. They lead it 5-3 to three at 446. Kirsch way outside. Looking to dribble drive. She does. She goes, it's a nice job into Brooklyn. Brooklyn goes up and misses the shot, though. you got to get a better angle than that. She kind of went up, wanted to arch it or get it over the backboard. Not on the backboard, but off the, off the glass and couldn't do that. Gets over to Thompson. Thompson's going to take it in against traffic. Throws it up. No good. It gets knocked out of bounds off of. Yep. Good job, referee. Got it off of Kelly. Knocking out of bounds. It'll be Walnut Grove's basketball. Now, as we mentioned, Reagan Payne going to come in for Brooklyn Phillips. Reagan got some valuable playing minutes last night. Mike, let's see how she does today. Reagan, a senior. Where's number 30? Cook gets it over to Kirsch. Kirsch between the circles. Dribbles over here to the right wing. Goes back to Claire. Claire, an open three. Good. That's two. Six, five. Both, all the points are by Claire Carlson. Six to five, your score. Four, just past the four-minute mark here in the first quarter from North Oconee High School. Ovalis gets by, folks. Gives it to Kelly. Kelly almost loses control. She gets it right around the elbow. Shot is good. Seven to six now. Back and forth. Walnut Grove with a one-point lead. Bristol takes her time, bringing it up. I thought somebody, one of the players took a sweatband or something off there and don't hit the floor. Referee got it out of the way. Good move by him. Bristol Kirsch thought about a three, gives it to Caitlin, right wing. And then good job by Kelly to step in and get the interception right there as they tried to go down on the low block. Kelly brings it up by herself, gives it over to Thompson, far side. They'll swap places, give it to Old Wallace here 
near the left wing. Ovalis, as they play a man-to-man, they kind of back up. Another play in a 2-3 zone is uh, Cherokee Bluff. Ovalis, left wing, right wing, got it opposite on this end. Give it to Kelly at the elbow. Oh, nice fake, goes up, layup, good. She beat Payne right there. She got her up in the air, and what she did, she just put it on the floor one time and got the layup. 9-6 now your score. Walnut Grove with the lead, 2.48 left in the first quarter. Kirsch gives it over to Claire Carlson. Claire over to Caitlin. Caitlin back over to Kirsch. To Claire in the corner. Claire has it double teamed down there nicely. Throws it really high. Caitlin gets it on the far side. Goes inside, tries to get to Reagan. It'll be off of Reagan's hands out of bounds, and it will be Walnut Grove's basketball. Audrey Graham will come in now. She's going to come in for... Caitlin Cook and Hallie Wilson is going to come in for Reagan Payne. Neyland will throw it in as Kamara Reed will come back in for them. Payne, or Reagan Reed, excuse me. Kamara Reed will bring it up. He's waiting outside. Throws it over the side to Ovalis. Ovalis is going to dribble down to the baseline, gives it to Kelly. Kelly right there to Neyland. Neyland right in the middle of the lane. No good. The shot's no good. Rebound by Carlson over to Audrey. Audrey to Bristol. Bristol's going to create. Goes up. It's blocked out of bounds by Neyland. Nice job by Dorothy that time as Bristol went up to get up and knock the ball out of bounds. Cherokee Bluff ball out of bounds under their own goal with 30 on the shot clock. Plenty of time. Two minutes and one second left here in the first quarter. Nine-six your score. Walnut Grove with the early lead. They get it into Carlson. Claire on the left wing brings it in. She's going to try a right-handed layup. No good. Rebounded by Kelly. Kelly. Oh, knocked away nicely by Kirsten and stolen right back by Battle. She gets to Kelly. Kelly almost lost it out of bounds. They throw it over the top. Kind of haphazard on a couple passes there. Neyland has it here on the left wing. Gives it to Ovalis in the corner. She faked the girl up, and we got a traveling call on Ovalis. Emma, ba- Emma Reynolds will come in. For Bristol Kirsch right here. Emma going to come in and get some minutes here in this game. In the backcourt, Carlson gives it to Graham. Back to Carlson. Claire will bring it up at 135. Need a three right here to tie it up, don't we? Audrey Graham way outside. Gives it to Carson DeMars. Carson, far side. Almost intercepted. Is knocked away, but Emma's going Emma's to come away with it. And watch your clock, ladies. It's a 15. Give it to Claire. Claire with pressure still in the backcourt at 12. Claire with 10. Claire with 8. They got to move it. Claire with 7. Claire going to have she's looking for a shot with 4. Claire, oh, they're going to lose control of it right there. That's going to be Reed. She's going to go the other way. Get a left-handed layup. Good. Wait for a timeout for Coach Scott because they're not having much ball movement, Joe. Yep. Nope. 11 to 6. Kind of making some passes. If that, that was a travel. On Audrey Graham. On uncharacteristic so far right here in the first quarter. Yep, it is. Uh, Cook will come back in for Clara Carlson. And Hallie Wilson, Audrey Graham, Emma Reynolds, DeMars, and Cook in the game now for the Lady Bears. With 49 seconds and 30 on the shot clock, they're going to hold it out front. And... Cherokee Bluff's happy just playing that, laying back here on defense. Five-point advantage. Now they'll start running into something with about 20. They throw it down. Oh, Audrey came up a little late and knocked it away, or knocked it away, but she also fouled Reed in the same thing. That'll be two team fouls now on Cherokee Bluff. Second team foul. 
<coughs> Excuse me. Avea Wilson comes back in. She's going to come in for Neyland and get it into battle. Battle with 34 and 24. Ten seconds between the two. Reed has the basketball out front. She goes in there. It's knocked away from behind. Emma gets it. Gives it over to Carson. DeMar's going to try and go all the way in. Spin. She goes up. Good. She kind of backed up and threw it high off the glass and knocked it down. 11-8 is your score. And Jones will say the pregame. Carson's got to be in there and active under the basket like yep. that right there. They come down. Reed has it. She lost control of it. I don't think they'll get a shot off. They won't. That's going to be a hell ball with five seconds. That'll be Cherokee Bluffs basketball. Yeah, both will have it. So you'd like to go ahead and maybe get a catch three. 4.3. Ovalis will come in. They'll have pressure in the backcourt. So whoever might can sling it three-quarters court needs to do it. Who are they going to go to? They're going to go to far side to Audrey. Audrey needs to shoot it. She won't get a shot off. Caitlin, nope, won't get a shot off. 11-8 after one, Walnut Grove. And we're back to the second quarter of the girls' consolation of the region's eight-quality tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. We go the second quarter. It will be Walnut Grove with the basketball with the lead. Three-point lead, 11-8, just underway here in the second quarter. They throw it in. Battle gives it over to Reed. Reed will dribble up to this side, gives it over to Ovalis. Ovalis trying to go baseline. Does, kicks it over to the other side to Battle. Battle for a three, knocks it down. Little Battle didn't score last night. She knocked that one down. Just pretty as you ever seen on that three-pointer. 13-14-8 now is your score. Carlson, get it to Bristol. Bristol. Separation to Claire. Claire way outside, guarded by Ovalis, trying to create something. Comes inside, kicks it over here to, uh, to Carson. Far side, inside to Halley. Halley goes up and got the basket. Good job, ladies. They rotated around, got it inside perfectly to Halley. Halley went up and got the deuce. We've seen that play all year long, Joe. Yep, 14 to 10, your score now. And it works. Yep, Ovalis over to Reed. Reed way out high on the left side against Cook. Now the Lady Bears are in a man-to-man defense. They're going to try and go down. Grace Sharp tried to set a pick. They just missed that totally. Give it over to Old Wallace deep in the corner, back outside to Sharp. Sharp off the fingertips of Thompson, out of bounds right there in front of <clears throat> Nina Harbuck is when they caught that pass out of bounds there. Good job, Nina, for Cherokee Bluff. That will be the Lady Bears basketball. Claire throws it in to Bristol. Bristol will bring it up. Cross over to Cook. Cook, left wing, out high. Claire, they're trying to get Claire open. She's on the baseline, but they're doing a good job staying right with her tonight. Cook turns right in the middle, goes over to, oh, nice pass into Halley. Halley went up, missed the shot. She got kind of contested there and threw it a little high, awkwardly. Thompson gets the rebound, comes the other way. She throws it, and uh, 
person she was throwing to, Ovalis, was too far behind, couldn't catch up with the pass, and that'll be Lady Bears basketball. All right, now convert that same play again this time around. Cook it's will there. bring it up. Yep, Carlson comes over, gets instructions from Coach Scott. They'll bring it down. Have it at the top of the key. Cook going to run it in. She's going to try and step through and go, but she gets fouled. Good job by Caitlin. Took advantage of that splitting between the defense right there. Fouls call on number two. Ovalis, her first and the team first. That's the first foul call on them so far in the game. And of course, the Lady Bears have only had two on them. So it took a while, though, Joe. Yeah, it did. A quarter and a minute and a half. Free throw by Cook as it gets a quiet. Caitlin drills the first free throw. Kelly will come back. She's going to come back in for Grace Sharp. <clears throat> They'll shoot one more, 14-11 your score, trying to cut it to two. Cookie will shoot it again. Audrey Graham ready to check in. Free throws up. Good. And Audrey, Audrey will come in. She's going to come in for Carson DeMars. You let me out of the bat race and say, let's go, Caitlin. You just get some <laughs> noise in this place, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's just wild. Mike and I were talking about that last night. There was no noise on free throws until the late game last night by the North Oconee students. 14-12, your score, Walnut Grove with the lead. You kick it over in the corner to Thompson. Thompson brings it over to the top to Kelly. Kelly drives, kicks it back over to Reed. Reed for three. Good. They bring three three-pointers now, Michael. That makes it 17-12. to 12. They're getting their guards into action with those three, too. <laughs> yep, 5.54 and a quarter. They throw a deep pass right down there to Caitlin. Caitlin goes into Halley. Halley goes up partially blocked, gets the rebound. Good. Second chance shot again for yep. Wilson. It was blocked right back in her hands, and she went right back up. Good reaction. Good job by Halley right there. Halley just a sophomore, too. Ovalis in the corner to Neyland. Neyland back out to Ovalis, left wing. 5.33 and a quarter. 21 on the shot clock. Gets it over to Kelly. Kelly thought about a three. She's going to dribble inside. Kicks it over to Thompson. Over to Reed. Reed tries to take it in. Left-handed layup. A long layout. Missed it. Off the rim. Cherokee Bluff gets the rebound. That's Cook. Goes behind the back. Caitlin brings it up. Good spin move in the middle of the corner. To Audrey. Back outside to Claire for three. Off the rim. No good. Rebound by Kelly. Kelly's going to sprint the other way. 5.07 to Reed. Reed. Contested. She lost control. Now she's got to pull it back out. Oh, Neyland snuck in there behind and gets the layup on the other side. 19 to 14. Five point advantage by Walnut Grove. 4.54 in the first half. Hirsch comes in. High over the top. Got tipped. Neyland steals it. Neyland gives it to Reed. Reed has it. She'll take her time and walk it up into the front court. Reed has it. She's waiting on everybody set. She gives it to Kelly at the top of the key. Kelly rolls around. Good defense right there. Everybody held the ground. He goes up for the shot. And there was a little contact in there. Protect the shooter. And the foul's going to be on number three, Claire Carlson. Well, you just said it correctly. Protect the shooter. That's what they're trying to do yep. from that standpoint. That call. That's Claire's second now. She got one in the first quarter. And one here in the second quarter. Kelly will shoot the first of two. That's good. And that's when I was refereeing my, back in the day. That was the main thing that is to protect the shooter. Uh-huh. Make sure there's They say make sure there's contact, but protect the shooter. And that's what we always did. <clears throat> All right. Brooklyn comes back in the game for Claire Carlson. Kelly's second free throw short. Rebound on the far side by Brooklyn. She gives it to Caitlin. Caitlin will bring it up. 427, down six now, largest lead of the night for Walnut Grove. Audrey gives it to Caitlin. 
Caitlin brings it to the far side, goes up for a little fly over the rebound. Look at Brooklyn Phillips fly in there and get the board. Gives it over to Hallie. Hallie, little push shot, knocked it down from the baseline. She had it from about eight feet, Mike, and she just threw a rain, not a rainbow, but just a line drive right in there and knocked it down. Good shot by Hallie. Good job by Brooklyn to get the offensive board. Give her the credit. Yep. Rolling outside, O'Vallis has the basketball. Wallace goes with the left hand, goes towards the basket, throws a wild shot up, and nobody, nobody's going to rebound. But Caitlin Cook, Caitlin comes the other way now. Against pressures from Wallace, gives it over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn far side, looking to go down. She gives it to Hallie. Hallie's going to spin. Gives it, oh, threw it out there to Brooklyn, but that's okay. Bristol picked it up. Bristol, 15-footer, good. Now I got a better ball movement, Joe. Yep, right off the elbow right there. Bristol picked up the loose ball, went one step past it, probably about a 14-footer, and knocked it down. They've cut it to two. 20 to 18. Reed with a basketball. She beat Cook out some. She goes up front. A little high rainbow arching shot off the backboard. Good. 22 18. 316 in the quarter. Bristol looks, gives it over to Caitlin. Caitlin in the front court. Caitlin trying to go out to the basket. She does. Throws a shot up. No good. Caitlin tips it. Hallie tips. Hallie shot again. No good. Caitlin goes to the floor, but she's getting up. Yep, might have hit her, bumped her head. I'm not sure right there. They're getting quarter to Ovalis for three. She knocks it down. That's two gonna for It's going to be her. a 30-second timeout, I think. Go with no, it's a full. It's a full. Okay, we'll take it with them. We're back in one minute from North Oakland High School. You're tuned to the Reeds 8 Quality Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. And back here at North Oak County, join Mike with you here. I got time out back at action. Kirsch, Phillips, Graham, uh, Payne, and DeMars in the game for Cherokee Bluff. They'll bring it up. Kirsch has the basketball. Bristol comes over to the right side, gives it to Brooklyn on the other side. Brooklyn gives over to Bristol. Bristol for three, a little short, comes down. Audrey right there to try and pick it up, and they won't get it. It's going to be Reed on the far side. Reed will get by Brooklyn. She'll sprint to the front court. Reed will come all the way up. She'll throw a shot up. No good. Kelly gets the rebound. She goes up, and she knocks it down. They'll come the other direction. That's going to be Bristol curse. Bristol will have it. Bristol against pressure. One, two, two pressure this time. Claire Carlson brings it up. Claire trying to step through there. She threw it right over to Kelly. They've got a nine-point lead, biggest of the night. They're trying to make it 11. Kelly comes in, goes all the way in. No foul call, and she makes the layup. And she ran into, but she already went up and released the basketball when she came down. They're going to try and come down and score. They throw it right away again. Goodness, they throw it right over there to Grace Sharp. Picked up the loose ball. Sharp will give it over to Ovalis. Ovalis will walk it up. Claire Carlson going to get ready to check back in now. 29-18. Largest advantage of the night 
for the Lady Warriors of 11 points. Tried to go in the middle, almost got out the way. Kelly got it over to Neyland. Neyland got blocked by Phillips. Right over to Bristol Kirsch. Kirsch has it. Phillips might be. I know she got up and she's jogging down there now. Bristol has the basketball. Bristol, top of the key, gives to Brooklyn. Brooklyn wanted to drive. She might be a little gimpy, but she's okay. She's kind of hobbling on one leg. Bristol has it. Gives it over to Carson. Carson's going to take it to the rack. Goes up with the left hand. No good. Rebounding by Sharp. Sharp goes to Reed. Reed with a Euro step. No good. Rebounding by Phillips. Kicks it back into Graham. Audrey has it. And we got a foul in the backcourt on number 11. Kamara Reed. That's her first. This time last night, she already had three. She hadn't gotten foul trouble tonight, though. She hadn't been forcing the action too much. So she's been doing better tonight. He'll throw it in on the far side. You'll have Graham has it. Graham gives it back to Bristol. Bristol back to Audrey. Audrey with 52 seconds, 30 on the shot clock. Throws it over to Bristol on the near side. 29-18. She gets a shot from the wing. Good. Bristol goes up down close to the baseline. Shot it just outside the low block. 29-20. They need to stop in another basket here and get a little mo going in before halftime. Give it over to Kelly. Kelly has it. Going to try and beat Payne. Gets it out there to... Number 10, Sharp, she misses the shot. Neyland gets the rebound, no good. Rebounded, rebounded, girls. Going to go, got a foul going the other way, I think. Yep. Yeah, that foul's going to be on 23. That's going to be on Tierra Kelly, her first. That's going to be the team third here in this quarter. Walnut Grove leads it 29-20. to 20. Cherokee Bluff will have the last shot of the half. Bristol. Tries to go. Oh, she tried to go to Reagan over the top, and Kelly reacts, went up and stole it away. Kelly comes the other way. She Then it's almost it's knocked away, and Reed gets it. Brooklyn goes up, knocks it away, and then looks at that kneeling. Johnny on the spot picks it up and shoots it and knocks it down. They won't get a shot off, or they will, but it's going to be way short. 31-20, Lady Warriors at the break. There's some concerns here for Cherokee Bluff at halftime. Joining our back after this two-minute timeout with more on 97.5 Glory FM. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue. 
The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And we are back here at North Oconee High School in Bogart just outside of Athens as Glory is on the road once again as we bring you Lady Bears playoff basketball here in game one of our triple header of basketball action. Coming up next in our second game will feature the boys' consolation game between Walnut Grove and North Hall. And then the championship game will feature the Chesity girls looking for their second straight title as they go for the 8 Quad A championship as they look to successfully defend their crowns. They take on North Oconee. Joe's down getting the totals here at halftime. My big concern is the health of Caitlin Cuckoo. Fell to, to the court and bumped her head and just don't know how severe that is. And things just didn't work out well for the Lady Bears after she left the court. So we'll find out more details about that during our halftime show we're going to take it back to gainesville to our studios with nathan letty our producer we're going to bring you the latest in local information for you the latest in news and weather and back here to bogart and north oconee Ohio, the second half of our game right here on 97.5 glory fm this is representative lee hawkins you're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to reelect Lee Hawkins. Now, the latest news on 97.5 Glory FM. Good afternoon. This is Dan Brown. Hall County Sheriff's deputies arrested a Gainesville man and woman Wednesday afternoon for selling stolen jewelry earlier this month. The man was also charged separately with stealing $2,000 from a friend. Heidi Lisbeth Hilario, 19, and Christian Orsorno Ortega, 20, were picked up in the 2000 block of Atlanta Highway. Both were charged with one count each of theft by deception and theft by receiving for selling a stolen gold necklace and ring at a pawn shop on February 7th for approximately $560. Hilario is additionally charged with one count each of theft by deception and theft by receiving for selling a stolen gold ring at a different pawn shop on February 9th for roughly $65 in cash. All of those charges are misdemeanors. In a separate case, Artiega faces a felony charge of theft by taking for stealing approximately $2,000 from a residence in the 3,000 block of Renee Circle on January 7th. Hilario remains in jail on $5,200 bond. Artiega is being held without bond. 
The Jackson County School System has bought property located in Hushton that will be used to develop new schools in the future. The 170-acre land acquisition was months in the making, going through a deliberate process to ensure the property fits the needs to hold future school sites. The new property site has multiple access points and is located off State Highway 332, has manageable topography, and already has water and sewer connections located on the site. This is a monumental day for the Jackson County School System, said Superintendent Philip Brown. We have to be thinking about the future of our school system, and this property acquisition helps prepare our system and county for a robust future in public education, not just in the next five years, but for the next 50 years. We have worked tirelessly to find suitable school property sites while also ensuring we are good stewards with our funds. The funds used to purchase the property are part of the fiscal year 2024 budget. The Jackson County School System purchased the 170 acres for 32000 thousand five hundred dollars per acre. The property purchased is located off Highway 332 and Boone Road in Hushton and is large enough to accommodate multiple school sites. For more local news you can go to our website at WGTJradio.com. I'm Dan Brown for 97.5 Glory FM. Skies will be cloudy, but temperatures mild today as we get through the afternoon. Highs will be in the mid-60s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, breezy, with a slight chance of rain after midnight. Should wrap up very early Saturday morning. Then the rest of tomorrow is cloudy, windy, highs in the low and mid-50s. It will get cold with a low close to 30 degrees Saturday night, but sunshine on Sunday and highs mid-50s. I'm Georgia meteorologist Laura Huckabee in the GNN Weather Center. Now, back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. It is halftime for our girls' consolation game for the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament live for North Oak County High School in Bogart. And Cherokee Bluff trailing by 11 points here at halftime. And Joe has the totals. Yep, for a Cherokee Bluff, Carson DeMars has two, Claire Carlson six, Bristol Kirsch four, Caitlin Cook two, Hallie Wilson six. Two of two on free throws and two three-pointers. They can keep that consistency up and get a few more threes and hit all their free throws. Uh, might change the direction of this contest. Might going to have to get some stops, though, on Walnut Grove. Ovalis been handling the ball a lot. She's got eight. Michaela Battle's got three. Reed's got seven. Dorothy Nealon has four. And Tierra Reed, Kelly, excuse me, has nine. They're one of two from the line and four three-pointers so far. And, again, the question is how physical will the officials let it get here in the second half? I don't think that's a good thing for the bluff from that standpoint, Joe. And they've got to get really uh, a dominance inside with Wilson and with DeMars there and Mm -hmm. then get Carlson going outside the arc for a three. The big question I've got is the health of Caitlin Cook right now. Can Cookie play the second half? That's the big question. She's out there shooting from the elbow right now and and going in and getting the ball and getting in and shooting it again. So, you know, you think she's all right just watching her. Uh, it may not have been a bad hit. I know she, knows she was a little slow getting up, so uh-huh. and hope she everything's all right out there. So uh, we'll see how that transpires here in the second half. But the first thing they got to do is get some stops here, Mike. they got to cut off the passing lanes, uh, passing areas, that kind of thing, and come back in there and do something. they got a, about a minute left here before we get started. But then cut off the passing lanes and limit the uh, inside baskets for them. They've done pretty good. Kelly has got nine, but it's not like a dominant nine. You know, she, she set some mm-hmm. shots. She had one one or two easy breakaways in there. So you take two of those baskets away, she's only got five. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is, is Hallie's got six, and that's her average. 
Yeah, Hallie's done real well on a couple of shots. She's missed one, but she went real strong and got the rebound twice and stuck those back in. Uh, Bristol's uh, averaging 12, or averaging 10, excuse me. She had 12 the other night. Caitlin is uh, averaging eight. She's at two. She had 15 the other night. So they got to get cranked up. And hopefully the three ball by Claire, she hit a couple, but I think she's only two for four, two for five. Yep. So she's got to get wound up a little but, bit. But Joe, defensively, get them into a half-court game and not a transition yeah, game. Exactly, exactly. Lady Bears will have it to start the second half. They're down 11, 31 to 20, trying to get that third place finish here, win this consolation game where they have a little bit uh, better situation when they get into the state next Tuesday night. I think so the girls play Tuesday, right? Yes, what we're thinking, yes. Russell Kershaw handle basketball out front. Kind of a 1-4 offense, and Lady Warriors transitioning. They're going to zone 2-3 other than with Claire. They're playing man-to-man, so it's not a box of one. And Claire, Carson DeMars with a little baby hook right in the middle of the lane, knocks it down. 31-20, two. Long pass down to Kelly, who beat everybody down and gets the layup. Wow. Two things right there. We went inside, but then you let them get a transition basket. Reed threw a 50-yard, 50-yard, 50-foot pass. BB to Kelly, who was wide open, and got knocked it down. They could try to go inside to Halley, and they're going to say it went off Halley. And yeah, good. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, outside Mr. Official. I knew it went off green. I didn't think Halley touched it. The outside official corrected it, and it will be Lady Bears basketball. Cherokee Bluff trying to get somebody open. They get it to Bristol, far side. Bristol with 22. Bristol looking for a screen. Now she'll go inside, throw it up, a little short. Halley cleans it up. Go! Another Good second job. chance shot there for Haley. Good job by Halley. She comes in there and grabs it. She throws it right over the top of the rim, backboarding good. Nealon, jump shot from the elbow, good. We can't go basket for basket, girl. Timeout, quick one, full by Coach Witherspoon. And we're back in one minute for North Oconee High here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Lady Bears will have it in. They'll bring it up into the front court after the Witherspoon top out for the Lady Warriors. Caitlin spins in the middle, gets it over here to Claire. Claire for three. Good. There we go. Three for three. 35-27. They've cut it back to eight. And out of bounds. They throw an errant pass. Trying to get it over to Reed. Gets right through her fingertips, and it'll be the Lady Bears basketball. Throw it in the backcourt. Claire will bring it up. They got her open on that screen last time. We'll see what they can do this time. Get it over to Bristol, way outside near the midcourt line. Bristol has it. Bristol over to Caitlin. Caitlin wants to go to Claire in the corner. She gets it. Claire 
Got some separation back over to Caitlin. Caitlin, left wing. Caitlin's going to go towards the basket. Spin move in for the layup. No good. Rebound knocked away by Kelly. Kelly's going to take it down. Four Walnut Grove. She comes all the way down. Got knocked away, almost stolen. Back over to Thompson. Thompson in the corner to Ovalis. Goes into Kelly, who cut towards the basket. She rolls the layup in. 37-27. Need a stop or two there, Lady Bears. Claire up to Caitlin. Caitlin has it. Caitlin dribbles across the middle. Squares up, little baby hook. Good by Caitlin Cook. Inside games working here in the second half. 37-29. Eight-point advantage. 5-46. Way outside is Reed. Gets it over here to Thompson. Thompson to Kelly. Top of the right. Oh, nice tip pass right over there to Ovalis in the back door. Boom. Laid it up and in. Very nice job. She must have known she was there. Like, hey, I'm here and tipped it right to her. They're Beautiful. getting good looks, Joe. Yep. Caitlin Cook gets in the middle. Another little baby hook. She missed that one totally. Comes in, tries to knock it away, but they get it. Thompson has it. Gives it over to Reed. Reed going to sprint it into the front court and then pull it out. Trying to run through everybody. And it's on the floor. It's going to be a jump ball between Cook and Thompson. And Thompson showing good sportsmanship, reached down to try to help Caitlin up, but Caitlin rolled over and helped, got herself up. 26 on the shot clock, 39-29, 10 point advantage, 5-14 in the quarter. Reed way outside against Cook. Reed dribbles with the right hand, trying to go down the right side behind her back, back out. She can handle the basketball. Reed crossover, gives it over to Ovalis on the far side, back over to, to Kelly. Kelly trying to go baseline. She does, goes up for the shot. And one. Hit the basket and got fouled, I think, by Hallie. Nope, that was good. Uh, yep, yep, it's going to be on Hallie. Yep, that's her first, so she can play with kind of reckless abandon, if you will. Brooklyn's going to come in against her. Brooklyn can play wide open here. Well, to be both, anybody on the Bears team can do it right now, Joe. Yep. they got to play reckless abandon, exactly. as you're saying. Yep. 41-29. They're out to miss that one. Rebound right into Bristol's hand. Bristol right. will run it up. Be aggressive. <coughs> Trying to pressure her out front. She's got two girls on her. Comes over here to Brooklyn. Brooklyn got it just barely away from Reed. She goes in, kicks it out. To, oh, my goodness. I think that Reed got a little excited. And she knocks uh, Caitlin to the floor. Caitlin's slow getting up. But then she kind of clipped her around the hip area. And it went down. But she's up moving. Referee checks on her. Makes sure she's okay. Uh, that's going to be the second foul on Reed. Reed right there. Playing like she did in the first half last night, Mike. Yep. Just going, going wild out there, running, running hard at her. Emma Reynolds will come in for. Who's she coming in for? Oh, came from Halley. Carson into Emma. Emma over to Claire. Claire with a layup. It won't roll in. She didn't get a pile off the, off the block far enough. It'll come down to Kelly. Kelly gives it to Reed. Reed will dribble up into the front court. Reed. Way out front now, guarded by Kirsch. Kirsch bounce pass into Kelly. Kelly dribbles between two people, goes up for the little short jumper, short off the rim, rebounded by Neyland. Neyland misses it, comes out there, curses, it's knocked away. Kirsch has it. Bristol tries to come the other way, in a hurry. Bristol all the way in, left-handed layup, good, and a foul. Going to be called on Reed. That's three on Reed now. And Bristol will be at the line trying to create some offense right there. Mount Mike down 12. See if she can hit the free shots. We well, got to create. Mm-hmm. Bristol's first one. Good. Front go. rim, backboard, and in. Be oh. confident from the strike. Yep. Already will come in for caution to Mars. Bristol. 
She dribbles a couple of times, spins it, dribbles a couple of times more, spins it. And she's and she's ready. Oh, she missed that one off to the side. Going to be tipped out of bounds by Neelan. What? Audrey, I, I thought Neelan hit it last. Ooh, and she did. Everybody say, yeah. what? Exactly. Just like me. He's on the opposite side of the lane from that one. Sure, somebody so, saw that. Well, we, you and I did, and the folks over on the far side did. <laughs> Just the man that blew the whistle didn't see it. 41-30. to 30. And Go down to Kelly. Kelly, nice to go inside to Ovala. She throws it up with the left hand up and under Brooklyn and got it to go. 43-30 to 30 now. 13-point lead. I think that's the largest or matches the largest of the it day. Is. Bristol trying to create again. She takes it in. Off-balance shot. Won't go in. Rebound Kelly. Or, yep, Terrell Kelly. Throw over here. Good job by Reed to track it down right there in the middle of the floor. She there. gets it. Gets it to Thompson. Thompson to Ovalis. Over to Kelly for the layup. No good. Rebound. Knocked away by briefly. And then Nealon grabs it and goes up and scores. Knocked away by Brooklyn on that, but nobody in the white jersey to pick it up after the block. They're in rhythm now, Joe. Claire gets it over to Emma. Emma shoots a three a little short. Doesn't have her legs under, under evidently. Brooklyn goes up for the shot. Brooklyn, go in there. Ball won't go in. And they're cold right now. Yep. 45 to 30, 15-point lead. There's going to be a traveling call on Walnut Grove. Joe, this is what happened back on Monday night when Walnut Grove defeated North Hall. Yep. They got North Hall, and that kind of right here in the third quarter also. Yep, exactly right. They got in the rhythm, like you said there a second ago, and knocked Cherokee Bluff, knocked North Hall in out of, out of rhythm, and they've done that to Cherokee Bluff here in this quarter. There's 307. They're down 15. Get it in to Claire on the far side. Claire dribbles towards the middle, kicks it out to Bristol. Bristol for three. Good. Bristol. She gets the three boss. Four for the Lady Bears. Walnut Grove comes back. 45 to 30. Reed with a basketball. Reed went up for the layup, missed it. But who's there on the other side? It's Kelly. Kelly goes up. Uh, what are they going to have? Is that going to be an offensive foul? It's going to be, it is. That's an offensive foul on Kelly. That's two on Kelly now. She must have shoved out a little bit. The official underneath has had a perfect view of it. And the foul was called. Bristol comes the other way in a hurry. Gives over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn trying to dribble around. That's got to be a foul on Nealon. Uh, Brooklyn started to make a move, and Nealon caught her with her left leg right there, and she started to go around her. <coughs> Battle will come in for Thompson. Thompson, I'm I'm impressed with her just from the short from the fact that uh-huh. she's got she, that leg is like Emma. She's in a big brace on it, and I'm like, girlfriend, you can get around pretty good with that brace on. So can Emma. Yeah, they do. All right, here comes Brooklyn attacking. Brooklyn goes up, good. She hits the floor hard. They're helping her up to get back, but she made the shot. 45-35. They cut it back to 10. Ovalis has the basketball in the corner to Neyland. Goes over the top. Out to Reed. I think they wanted to go to Kelly, but they got it to Reed way outside with 23. Good stop. Reed against Bristol in the corner to battle. Battle in there to Kelly. Kelly on the baseline. Puts over. We got a travel on Kelly. 5 0 run for the Lady Bears. Grace Sharp will come back in the game for the Lady Warriors for Ovalis. Ovalis. Bristol and Claire bringing it up. Bristol has it, 148 here in the third quarter. 
Single digits will be nice going into the third, going into the fourth. Bristol goes in. She's fouled, I think, by Neyland on the far side. Uh, nope, that's on number 10. That's going to be Grace Sharp, her first. But that's five fouls, so they'll be at the line the rest of this quarter. Five on Walnut Grove, Bristol at the line to shoot two. First one is good. Got it down to nine. Let's get it down to eight and get a stop on the next possession. Well, it didn't take much time getting the ball from the official. Yep. Put it right through the hoop. That's right. Get it. Dribble it. Spin it. Yep. Pull short. We got in. Right over the front of the rim and went in. 45-37. Cut it to a single digits now. 45-37, Mike. Eight-point advantage for the Lady Warriors from Walnut Grove. 132 in the quarter. Reed brings it up. Reed looking, moving some traffic around there, moves battle out of the way. She takes it over here on the right wing, goes to Kelly. Kelly comes to this side, shots up, no good. Rebound, tip back out to them. Battle has it. Battle shoots a three off the rim, Get no it. good. Rebound by Bristol. Kirsch has it, lost control, gets it back. She'll bring it up with 110. Bristol behind the back, dribbles in, kicks it out there to Audrey. Audrey for three. Oh, it's long. Comes off there right to Neyland. Neely gives it to, to Reed, and Reed. Was going to walk it, then she had some pressure. Then she goes in a hurry, gives it over to Sharp. Sharp over to this side to Battle. Battle has it, looking to somebody to throw it to. Gets it out to Kelly way out front. She goes in. Now she's going to be fouled, and the basket's good. She threw it up, and it went in. Wow. That prayer got answered. Fouls on number 13, Bristol Kirsch, her first. And Kelly threw that one up, and she got bumped and just Got the prayer answered there. Mack is back out to 10, trying for 11 as Reeves out and Ovalis is back in for Walnut Grove. First free throw, or only free throw, is long. Rebounded by Graham on the far side. Gets it to Claire Carlson. Claire up to Bristol. Bristol in a hurry with 43. Bristol going to take it all the way left handed left. Over the rim, no good. Rebounded by Neyland, and we got a foul as Bristol came down and hit me. Evidently hit her in the eyeball. Ooh, we. Yeah, that foul's going to be Bristol. Bristol's like, I don't think I hit anybody. But Neyland got hit right in her left eyeball. She's all right. That's uh, two now on Bristol Kirsch. And Thompson will come back in for her. That hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a player for, uh, was it uh, Chesty or might have been Cherokee Bluff got hit in the head last night or in the eyeball. Might have been, oh, it was Will Rogers for the North Hall boys got hit in the eyeball last night. Had to come out. 27. And 25, two seconds between the shot clock and game clock. Ovalis way out front. She's going to take it all the way to the rack and get the layup good. Last second, she threw it up, and it went in. 48-49-37, 12-point lead. Claire's going to come up to the near side under pressure and got a foul on number 10, Sharp. They'll go to the line to shoot two with 10.3. Caitlin will come in for Audrey Graham. Nope, she's coming in for... I don't know who she's coming in for, but they're going to go to the line and shoot two. So they got to shoot the first one first. So you'll have Caitlin Cook and Hallie Wilson coming back in after the first free throw. Claire. Short on the first one. Now the ladies will come in. They'll come in for Audrey and for Brooklyn. Ten point three seconds, twelve point advantage for the the Lady Warriors from Walnut Grove. This is for third and fourth place out of Region 8 4A. The second free throw is good. They've cut it to 11, 49-38. 10-3. They'll let it run. Thompson picks it up. There the clock runs. 8-7. Ovalis in the corner. 
to Sharp for three. She knocked it down. Oh, my goodness. Sharp just pulled up there, got it, and shot it, and boom. 52-38 after three, Walnut Grove. And we're back with the fourth and final quarter of the girls' consolation the Reeves 8-quality tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Fourth and final quarter here for North Oak County. Joe, need a run. Need a run. Need about a, um, I don't know, 10, 12, 14, 18, nothing run, right? Just shut them out here yep. in the fourth quarter. Shut them quarter. out this quarter. Get, hold them to two and score 15. That would be fine with me. They need to score some points now. They've elevated every quarter has Cherokee Bluff. and went from 8 to 12 to 18. But Walnut Grove's gone 11, 20, and 21 in their three quarters. Eight minutes left. Bristol throws it into Caitlin. Front court. Caitlin over to Claire on the near side. Now, excuse me, that's Carson. Carson waiting on somebody to roll to the top. Nobody there. She'll dribble to the top. Gives it out to Bristol way out front. Bristol goes to Caitlin. Caitlin has to save it from going out of bounds. Gets it over to Claire. Claire goes to Carson outside to Bristol. Bristol open three off the rim. No good. Rebound has three or four people go up for. I think it's going to be a foul on Carson right there. Yeah, fouls on Carson tomorrow. It's her first. And he'll go the other direction. First of the quarter, of course. Mm-hmm. 24 seconds in. Far side, Ovalis will get it in from Sharp. She'll go the other direction. Ovalis brings it up into the front court. Finally gets it in there just under the time limit of 10 seconds. She got it across at nine. Battle, Sharp, Ovalis. Falling the things on the far side. Ovalis gets it to Kelly. Oh, my. Right at the elbow, and she knocked it down. A 15-footer, beautiful shot by Tiara Kelly. 54-38, 16-point lead. Going to, going to Hallie, and she got fouled by Kelly, I do believe. Foul, basket's good. Foul's on 23. That is three on Kelly. We'd we'll like to get him in foul trouble. We'll take it if we can. That's her third, Joe. Yeah, it is three. Mm-hmm. Now Reed will come in for Kelly. And Reed has three. Yes, she does. So does Sharp for them. Hallie made the shot. She's going to try the old-fashioned three right here. Free throws up. A little long. Oh, well, hit the front of the- Oh, look at that. Bristol gets the offensive rebound. Bristol pulls it out. She wants to go to the basket. She does. Gives it over to Hallie, and she can't hold on to it as Reed takes it away. Reed will dribble up, jog it up the left sideline. She'll slow it down now. They're going to run a little clock. 6.45 here in the quarter. 14-point advantage for Walnut Road. We get over to... Try to go baseline. She does. Kicks it over and throws it way over the head, even of Coach Witherspoon, out of bounds. Lady Bears basketball. They've got to capitalize on these miscues, Michael, and get some points off those. Every time down court, Joe. 
Run down to get it to Claire. Claire, top of the, not over here on the left wing. Gives it over to Cook. Cook. <coughs> the point, the bench was pointing over to do something there. They finally went to the other side. Bristol has it. Bristol dribble over the top to Hallie. Up, good, no good. Hallie got a rebound, went up. She got fouled on that one, no call. Bristol got it. Throws it out there to Cook. Cook gets it. Claire for three. No good. Rebound going to come down. Thompson comes away with it. Thompson comes the other direction in a hurry. Kicks it over to Sharp for two. In and out. Rebound by Hallie. She hustled down and got the board. Good job, Hallie Wilson. They come the other direction. Give it over to Bristol. Bristol with 550. Bristol, Euro step in the middle. Layup. Rolls out. There's Hallie. She got fouled. If she could hit all those shots she's missing, Mike, it'd be a single-digit game. Oh, right absolutely. Now. And the, the thing about it is he's got the good position on the offensive end. Now just make it convert, finish the play. Exactly. She'll go to the line for two. Battle, that's her first foul of the game. I think he has showed it said it was five, number five. They'll get the shot right here. Hallie's first one is long. She stands about a... I don't know, Mike, about 12, 14 inches behind the free throw line. Yep. And she's not leaning forward, so I don't understand why she don't move up a, at least a step. Be not working a, on that. Yeah, not a full step, but she's way back. Maybe she feels more comfortable right there. <clears throat> Second of two by Hallie's up. And good. Nothing but bottom on that one. 54-41. 5-47. Get a stop right here, Lady Bears. Maybe. Walk it up. That's Reed taking her time. Gets it over to Kelly. Kelly waiting for everybody to get out of the way. She got has it at the top of the key. Going against Hallie. This side to Neyland. Neyland's two-pointer on the baseline. About a 14-footer. She knocks it down. 56-41. 5-26. This side to Claire. Claire, open three, misses it off the rim. And out of there by Kelly. Kelly gets the board. It's almost stolen. Is and then went right back to Thompson. Comes away with it. Carson had it for a brief second. And then Thompson took it away. Reed will have it in the front court. <coughs> Reed, Rovales knocked away. Who's got it? Carson. DeMarge dribbles up. Carson looking for help. Comes over here, gets it to Bristol. Now they have to bring it out. He got tipped back out. Claire, step back three, short. Rebound. Good job by Hallie. She got fouled again. Again, excellent position by Wilson. And she'll go back to the free throw line again. We mentioned before, if you're new to our ball game, she's a third-generation athlete. Mm -hmm. Her grandfather, Moonpie Wilson, Mike played at the University of Georgia and then played professional football in Canada and here in the NFL. Her other grandfather, Bill Thompson, educator, coach. Her dad was a Matt. Was a great – he played football. I remember West Hall. West Hall. Well, and – you know, the two, the two professional teams that might play for were Cincinnati and Seattle. Yep. Free throw by Halley in and out. 56-42. Kelly gets the board for Walnut Grove. 4.45. Neyland for three. Just off the rim. Knocked away. Who's going to be? It's going to be, yep, that's a good call. Went off of Bristol or Brooklyn down there. They both tapped at it. It will be Walnut Grove's basketball with 25 on the shot clock. <clears throat> Plenty of time. Really, anything outside of 10, double digits and on, you've got plenty of time on the 
Shot clock. We go outside to Old Wallace. Old Wallace gets a wide open three. Look in and out. No good. Rebound tipped over there to Claire. Claire kicks it over here to Bristol. Bristol tries to go in her spin move. She goes up and uh, rolled out of her hand. Hallie better clean it up and got the basket to go. There you go, finish. Hallie hustling, playing hard, going up and down the floor. Now get a stop. And goes Reed. She throws it and it goes out of bounds. She kind of goes in and out. I think she wanted to throw it to her teammate over there, um, Thompson, but she threw it kind of way too far, right deep in the corner over there. So Emma Reynolds will come in real quick for Bristol. I think this might be one of the first times Bristol's been out of the game today. Uh, the last quarter, remember, we cut down to an eight-point lead after it was 15. Then they had to run to the end of the quarter now to yep. cut back into the lead. It's, down, it's up at 12 with four minutes and five seconds, 56-44. Caitlin Cook has the basketball on the left wing. This side to Claire. Claire thought about it for a second to Emma. Pulls it back out to Caitlin. Caitlin going to try and go to the basket. A little short one in the lane. Misses it and comes out, and it will be rebounded by Neyland Thompson has it now. No, that's Reed has it now. And now we've got a timeout called by Coach Witherspoon as Reed was transferred down in there. Let's see what it's going to be. If it's going to be a full of he can't. He's got one more full left. It's going to be a full right there. We'll take it with him. We're back in one minute for North Oconee here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Uh, back here at North Oak County, Coach Witherspoon's used all of his full timeouts. Coach Scott's got timeouts to give. They get a still on the far end. Reed had it, threw it away. Cook comes down, tries to get a shot off. No good. Rebound. Cook gets it back. Cook will throw it out to Emma. Emma fakes it. She's going to have to throw it back out to Brooklyn because Brooklyn was there, and she kind of got bumped and got knocked out there, and then she has to save it for going backcourt to get it over to Reed for a three. Reed's short on that one, rebounded by Claire Carlson. Claire. We'll bring it down with 310 now. Got to score a bunch in a hurry, ladies. Get it over to Caitlin. Caitlin, top of the key. She'll roll it over to the right left wing. Gives it back to Brooklyn. Brooklyn back to Caitlin. Caitlin. Waiting out front, waiting some folks to move. Y'all got to move around, ladies. Don't just stand there. Take it. Caitlin. They'll go around her screen from Hallie to Brooklyn. Brooklyn wants to take it here in the middle, but she can't get around Reed. Reed's quick. Gets to Claire. And that zone defense by Walnut Grove is working the trick with six. Claire with five to Caitlin with three. Caitlin's got to get a shot off. They got to shoot it in a hurry. She does. Oh, she, I thought she was going to make it. Hallie Wilson got it off with one just off the rim. Walnut Grove gets the rebound, 231. They ran way too much clock that time. It's 12 points with 227. Bristol will come back in. She'll create Audrey Graham coming back in. They're going to run all the clock they can here, Michael, whether oh, yeah. they make it or not. That's Coach Spoon knows what he's doing right there. They go up and they're fouled. That's Ovalis. 
challenge Brooklyn and picks up. You see right there, Joe, I would have thought on the other end, you know, you're in zone defense, but if you go one-on-one with either Reed or Kelly, you would think they might commit a foul. Yep, yep. Well, <laughs> that's my big thing, but they just are tentative mm -hmm. for keeping that foul. The other end, we ended up making a foul. Hit the first one, 57-44. Bristol comes in. Audrey Graham comes in to come in for Brooklyn and for Emma. Ovalis will shoot one more, trying to stretch it out to a 14-point lead. She misses. Rebound going to be knocked out of bounds off of Reed for Walnut Grove. Audrey Graham will take it out of bounds. <clears throat> Audrey gets it into Bristol. They'll press now. Kind of floating. <laughs> one, two, two. Graham for three. Long. <coughs> out of bounds. Didn't hit anything on this side, so it'll be Walnut Grove's basketball. And now Walnut Grove, they can play so aggressive on defense with this big lead. Exactly. Reed gets it. Inbounds pass. She'll bring it up. Caitlin trying to play defense on her. She handles the ball really well. Gets it over there, and Reed is a senior. Go to Ovalis in the corner. Gets it out to Kelly. Kelly found kneeling underneath and walked it out of bounds. Good job right there by Clara Carlson. They'll take it out of bounds on the far side. Neyland gets it, shoots it from the top of the key. No good. Rebounded by Kelly. She's going to get the second chance point. She gets fouled by, I think, Hallie. Yep, Hallie Wilson on the foul. That's her second. 57-44, left in the quarter. First free throw, no good. Still 13-point lead. They go in a hurry, don't they? Yes, they do. First, second one's up, no good. Rebound by Bristol. Bristol, got to get it and go, girl. They come up the corner, far side to Audrey. Audrey pulls it back out to Bristol. Bristol's going to catch it, shoot a three. It'll be long, no good. Rebounding by Neyland. Neyland comes down with it. Knocked away briefly, but Wallace picks it up. Goes to Reed in the backcourt, 120 left in regulation. They bring it up to Reed. <clears throat> Goes against Caitlin, way out front. Knocked into the backcourt. It'll be a kick, and it will be still be a Walnut Grove's basketball. They're going to call a kick. And reset on, the clock. Uh, reset it to 35. But that hurts as bad as anything. Mm, it sure does. They can run 35 seconds more off of it. So Caitlin Cook almost swiped it. Reed got it with that quickness. She'll go the other direction. Reed goes in a hurry. Goes right between a couple of defenders. Threw up a shot, no good. It'll be thrown back in to Ovalis to Thompson. Thompson will do the smart thing and bring it back out and run more clock. Under a minute, Thompson has it to Ovalis. They're just happy running clock right now. Mike, 13-point lead, 50 seconds, 14 on the shot clock. Nothing they can do right now as long as Walnut Grove has the basketball. And Ovalis is just happy dribbling the ball around with six. They'll let the shot clock run out. They might shoot it with something. In the corner, Thompson. Thompson will shoot it with one, a three-pointer, no good. Rebound. Who gets it? Kelly. And then it's rebounded by a Cook. Cook gets it to Bristol. Bristol will bring it up with 29. Bristol, she's going to try and go all the way, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Kelly. Out of bounds. 25 seconds left. And then Walnut Grove basically led from start to finish tonight. And both teams will be on the road in the first round of the state playoffs next week. They'll both head down to Henry County. They'll play either Stockbridge or Luella, according to what happens in their game tonight for the 
Region 5 Quad A Championship. DeMars and Brooklyn Phillips come back in the game with 25 seconds left in the game. They throw it in to Claire way out front. That was Aldrey threw it in. Claire has it. Claire trying to dribble drive around. She does. Layup goes up good. She hit it with 17. 57-46 now. 11-point advantage with 11. They'll get it across. There won't be any fouls or anything in the front court. They'll just dribble it out in the corner. As long as they're dribbling, then there's no five-second count. So it'll be 5-4-3-2-1. Walnut Grove will win this one. Finish third. Cherokee Bluff Lady Bears will finish fourth. 57-46 is your final. And we're about to wrap it up for you in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what your classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And we're back here wrapping things up with our girls' consolation game as the Lady Bears will finish fourth as they fall to Walnut Grove in the first of our triple header, Joe. Yep. Yeah, tough game for them tonight. I'm still adding up some totals here for the for the game. A tough loss for them. They really couldn't get over the hump. They cut it there, what, to four there once in the second half, and just they went on and the Walnut Grove went on a little run, and they just never could get the, get the mojo going after that. And that was a tough night for them shooting the basketball. They had a dry spell. Just like Northwest, like you mentioned, North Hall did on Monday night. They had a dry spell there, and that really hurt them. And, uh, yeah, that was basically all she wrote. I, I don't know that, that the bluff was really playing at 100% tonight because Bristol was had been injured. Caitlin went down uh, hard early. Uh, she came back and played. Uh-huh. Um, so that might have made a little difference tonight. Who knows about that Walnut Grove team? They switch it up, and they get the ball up in a hurry. They shot the ball well tonight. They wound up with five threes. Uh, but they shot the ball really well tonight and uh, stayed out of foul trouble. That was key for them. They didn't get really in foul trouble until late in the third quarter. Back that time, uh, it, was, it, it was kind of irrelevant. And nobody got more than three. And the right. Bears had some great second looks, but they had a difficult time finishing at times and then missing some free throws that you would like to see them hit if they could hit a, 
a higher percentage from that standpoint just to keep momentum going. It was difficult. They trailed by 15 in the third quarter, cut it down to eight, but then the Lady Warriors went on a run to end the third quarter, ended leading that quarter by 14 points in the fourth quarter, and the Bears just couldn't really get it inside single digits, and it was one of those things going back and forth, a low-scoring fourth quarter, too. And so now you know you're going to go on the road. You will play at least one more ball game. Takes yep. five to win a state championship. Everybody starts even coming up next week, Joe, in the first round of the state playoffs. We'll find out probably tomorrow morning on the Saturday morning sports show about the schedule for next week. Dave Bishop, the athletic director of Chesapeake, will tell me about uh, what they'll be into doing there with Chesapeake after they play the region championship game coming up this evening at 7. So it looks like the girls will be playing on Tuesday this season, they flip-flop it sometimes. Sometimes you'll play a doubleheader, uh, and we'll see what happens. Uh, give you an example, like Habersham Central should play a doubleheader coming up next week if they can make it work out. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, the way the schedules work out with teams around the state. So we'll see what happens with that. But from the standpoint, it looks like the girls will be playing on Tuesday, and the Lady Bears will be on the road down to Henry County, south of Atlanta, as they will travel to either Stockbridge, which we saw last year, mm-hmm played Chesapeake last yep, year, and it'll be either Luella or Stockbridge. They are playing for the Region 5 Quad A Championship coming up this evening, and the Bears will play the number one seed out of that side, which will be the Region 5 Quad A Champions, and we'll find out details again tomorrow on the Saturday morning sports show. And coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, we bring you North Hall Trojan Playoff Basketball. It's Jarvis Davenport's team from North Hall. Goes up against Walnut Grove as well. Witherspoon gets ready for the second half, Joe. Yeah, I've got, got those. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I got the totals now. Cherokee Bluff, Carson Demars wound up with four. Uh, Brooklyn Phillips with two. Claire Carlson with 12. Uh, Bristol Kirsch had 10. Caitlin Cook was held 11 below her average. She only had four. But Hallie Wilson came out good tonight. She had 14, six in the first half, eight in the second. They were eight of 13 from the line, four three pointers. Walnut Grove. Ovalis had 15, three each for Battle and Sharp. Uh, Reed was seven, Neyland with 10 and 19 by Kelly. They were two of eight from the line and five three-pointers on the night for the Lady Warriors. One and player there. Thank you, oh, and th- pardon me. Yep. Uh, thank you for Tim Glover for sending Absolutely. me the totals there at the end of the game. Thank you very much, Mr. Yeah. Glover. Appreciate it very much for his help. He's down there. Joe and I are way away from the court here at a very nice arena. And my legs ain't getting no younger, so yeah. going up and down the steps five or six times is tough on this whole man. you got an elevator, though, Fred. I know, you know? but uh, it seems like it takes longer to go out there, wait yes. on the elevator to come up, then go down. Then go, yeah, same uh, like, I said, yeah. Well, thanks, Mr. Glover. We appreciate yeah. it very much. Again, <laughs> coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, it's the boys' consolation game. It's Walnut Grove and North Hall. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. 
If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewel Parkway. Eat more chicken! 